Hello, hello. Welcome to the Well Wishes podcast, a supportive space and community where we explore what being healthy and well means to us. Join us, Molly Cutler and Brielle Collins for a dive into practical tools and mindset shifts to help you step into your highest vibe self through heart-to-heart conversations and inspiring guest interviews. From trending topics in wellness and nutrition and dating and relationships to deep inner work and self-development, we're here for all of it. And if there's one thing we want you to walk away with from this podcast, it's knowing that you're not alone. So come along with us for real talk about life's beautiful and challenging parts and for some absurd moments that we (laughs) promise will make you laugh. We can't wait to have you along for the conversation and let's go. Yala. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Well Wishes Podcast. This is Molly Cutler. And I am Brielle Collins. And we are psyched that you are joining in on another podcast episode and conversation. So, Mal, um, this is like bringing us back to many years ago, what we're going to discuss today when we had a actual in real life when you could do that event at the studio all about authenticity. Yes, I actually wasn't able to make that event. So I know, last I minute. Was supposed to be a part of yeah. it, but it was uh, a panel that we had planned mm-hmm. and prepped for, um, talking all about authenticity, what that means to us, and how we live authentic lives. And today, we're going to be talking about all about authentically living your purpose. Mm. It's going to be so good. Yes. We're excited for this one. I feel very passionate about this topic. Me too. It's a big one. Because I think we really live this. I try. I try too. And, and um, it's just so, it's so real. It's so real for us. And I think for a lot of our listeners who are on these paths of really trying to excuse me for sounding cliche, but live their most authentic life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sort of open it up very similarly to how I did when we had the panel 800 years ago in real life at Tradio Studio. Um, to start off, though, I will just say that I truly believe that every single person that is living on this planet is born with innate gifts. And these gifts are a part of their purpose and that we are all individually supposed to sort of be owning and offering up our gifts. And it's, in my mind, very much like a web or a network of um, how we should all be sort of giving and sharing and receiving And when I think about this, I think part of, and I'm not an expert, I'm I'm just me, but I I really feel like one of the many reasons why humanity is so out of whack and so out of balance is because so many of us, and not necessarily us to blame, are not living their purpose, are not living their truth, that are are not even um, 
clear on what their authentic selves mean. And when I say that, I feel that goes very much into us, our, what our soul's calling is. And when I try to think about this, um, I think I, I look at the example of a rainforest. So just come with me. I'm on the ride. Okay. <laughs> so like if you're looking at, if you've ever like watched those documentaries, like National Geographic d- documentaries, or even when you were a kid learning about the the rainforest, like you, we all learned and we know that every system and every part and every being from the moss to the fungus to the to the uh, plant to the bug to the bird to the tree to the monkey to the bird to the clouds all of this is in, in, inter incredibly beautifully interwoven and when you start to take which is obviously part of what's going on with the rainforest not that I'm like a rainforest activist although I should be um once you start to remove one of these authentic beings that are their purpose is so deeply interwoven into the network into the web it is you know one of the parts that creates the whole then we see in nature, specifically in a rainforest, how it wreaks complete havoc on the ecosystem. And so when I try to think about this for humanity, I do try to go back to this model of nature. Like nature is beautifully designed. It is intelligent. It is harmonious. And why is it that as humans, we're not seeing that mirrored harmony in ourselves, harmony in our society's harmony, you know, collectively on the planet. And and I, I look at this one as well as the importance, if we go back to this model of the rainforest, of the importance of two things, diversity, right? Like the bug is doing its purpose and there's like this beautiful chain link uh, effect of the bug being its bug that's feeding the, the frog and the frog is doing this and the this is in the water and so on, so on, so on. And so what is so beautiful if we take the teaching of the rainforest or nature, it's like we all have these gifts and a purpose and it can bring when we show up and share it, it can start to bring harmony. And then this idea of diversity that we see in nature, that we see in ecosystems, we are on a micro and a macro, an ecosystem that is completely out of whack And what I love about this idea of like when we start to think about authenticity and in particular about purpose and, you know, your gifts and your life's path and your your work, maybe work is a weird word. But, you know, we're not looking at today at authenticity and relationship really about you showing up, knowing what your calling is, honing in on it and sharing it. It's just like the rainforest in the sense that like we need all of it. Mm -hmm. to thrive you know I don't need to be Molly Cutler and a holistic nutritionist scientist doctor etc I just need to be Brielle kooky creative yoga teacher into somatics you know that's my purpose and you know I don't have to be anything other than that and so when we start to zoom in and then out micro macro you start to see that we really need all of us to uniquely show up and be authentic to help influence and 
the larger picture to thrive. Are we done with the podcast? Is that it? <laughs> We're done. That's it. I absolutely love this visual of the rainforest. I think that what you're saying and what I align with so much is that it's not just that each creature or plant or rock or, you know, is just there and that they should just be. It's that they each serve very, very important functions. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to bring up an example that you that you mentioned yesterday. And I want to mention it right now because it just comes to my head. You mentioned like, imagine like a tiger trying to fly. <laughs> right. And how absurd that is. Right. Because A, yes, there's the reality that a tiger weighs like one ton. Right. And can't fly. But there's also the absurdity that the tiger would be abandoning mm-hmm. its unbelievable gift right of speed yeah and running right and hunting yeah yeah and it's like and and so I think what's really interesting though in this conversation is that you know we're not saying that we don't mean to say that you should just people should just pick a lane Mm -hmm. you know pick Mm -hmm. a lane stick in it do what you're good at put your head down Mm -mm. that's it not at all, but it's rather to say that how how much you can expand as a person and how much the world can benefit mm. when you really flow with what your gifts are. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's also not just about your gifts. Mm-hmm. I think that living authentically, like authentically living in your purpose is also about it's honing in on everything you've experienced it's Mm. it's it's tuning into your gifts it's tuning into your wisdom it's tuning into your life experience it's tuning into how you view the world the lessons the lessons Mm -hmm. exactly it's not only what you're born with Mm -hmm. right it's what you go through and 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 pulling all of that together holding it all together so that you can be this most you version of yourself mm-hmm. that can step forward and like you said like be be so brielle mm-hmm. who's like a million different things mm-hmm. like you're a designer you have this like unbelievable design sense and then you also have this really kooky side and mm-hmm. you are really really woo woo sometimes (laughs) and you're also unbelievably loyal very serious and very like you know committed to education it's like all of these things are your authentic self and you can't you know pick and choose the parts that you want to ignore you need to embrace embrace all of it when you talk about this it makes me think about brian weiss who is an incredible human who is most definitely living his authentic self he wrote um many lives many masters messages from the masters his books in my early 20s changed my life but he uses the beautiful analogy of like our soul or our essence what if you're not into soul is uh, i'm into soul okay well you are but you know we like to keep it open-ended out there 
uh, is like this diamond in the rough. And it's like as you go through life or if you believe what he believes in, so do I about reincarnation. It's like you're constantly sort of like dusting off different angles of this diamond that is the representation of your soul. And that's a bit of how I look at authenticity. Like you're saying, it's like it's it's a process. Some of us, it's more innate, more innate. Some of us, you know, it's a much more complicated journey, which is makes me it's kind of a bummer because, I, again, I really feel like there is so much chaos in the world right now for so many reasons. But one of them is because so many people are not feeling that they can shine their light and be their authentic self. And then there's this disconnect about how we're all sort of like some of uh, the parts that make up the whole. Mm -hmm. And you sort of talk about it about like a puzzle pieces. Yeah. But, you know, before I dive into the puzzle piece thing, I just want to say that diamond that visual of the diamond and dusting off these different angles of the diamond the the first thing that comes into my mind when i hear that is adaptability and flexibility mm. it's like constantly shaving off parts of yourself mm-hmm. getting more clear mm-hmm. being willing to get rid of certain things but mm-hmm. you're not but at the end of the day you're you're still your core right and like i believe that that's part that's one of the hugest cornerstones or pieces of authenticity of living authentically Mm. is that you are willing to acknowledge that you change Mm. and evolve love that right love that like we we don't stay the same Mm -hmm. and we have to be okay with that Mm -hmm. and that's what that's such a beautiful visual the diamond so but yeah you know i think you know i see I see this whole idea as that we are all pieces of this beautiful, huge, dynamic puzzle Mm -hmm. that is the world, that is human life, that's life in general. But I also see that we're not just a little piece. Like, we each represent a world, Mm. you know? Mm. Like, we're all pieces of this puzzle, but each piece of this puzzle, a.k.a. each of us, is an entire world. And it's more than just that each person has their own gifts and just is, like I said. It's it's realizing that we need each other's gifts. Oh, so, ugh. Amen. Right? Yes. Like, we need. And that's why it's so important when we find ourselves, you know, comparing to others, looking at what someone else is doing and thinking, oh, I should be doing that. Or is that, you know, are they, you know, is that better? And it's like, it doesn't mean that we can't learn from others and that we don't want have role models and all that. But like, no, we each, people need certain things from us Mm -hmm. and we need certain things from others. And, you know, if you, for example, like I'm a coach and I'm always seeing on Instagram and social media, all kinds of coaches, you know, mm-hmm. pushing their services and their programs and the type of coach they are. And, you know, every coach has their own style mm-hmm. and they offer something unique in their personality, in their services and to who they're to, to their audience. And not everyone's going to resonate with them mm-hmm. and not everyone's going to resonate with me. Mm-hmm. But the people who will resonate with me are going to be my people. 
mm-hmm. my peeps. And I think that, you know, that's kind of when we get stuck in sort of these comparisons, which I think is such a deviator from living authentically, mm-hmm. you know, you can remind yourself like about how, you know what, these parts of yourself that maybe other people in the same field or doing similar things as you, maybe they don't have those parts mm-hmm. and that that's something valuable right? that you bring. It's like that really cheesy but so true expression. It's like nobody else is you and that is your gift. Yeah. But also what you were saying was reminding me of going back to, you know, the bigger picture, the, the, the web or the sort of large puzzle piece. It's like almost like actually the more that I am authentically myself and living my truth and shining my light and sort of, although it's not always for me personally easy to sort of like fly my freak flag and really stay completely um, out there as 100% Brielle. Mm -hmm. It is as though the more I do that and the more each of us are doing that, that is actually a really a way of giving back to the world. You know, it's like almost like me being authentic. I'm just having this as you were talking me being authentic is me being of service to the world. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it's that need that we were just talking about. People need you. Mm-hmm. People need the parts of Brielle mm-hmm. that you come forward with that are hard to find elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that applies to everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... You know, I love this um, Ramdas, who you know a lot more My about homie. than I, I do. I love him. <laughs> we love him. Um, but I tr- truly, I don't know that much about him. But I, one of his um, teachings that I that has stuck with me for a long time is this idea that when you look at trees, you see how each tree, you know, has differently shaped branches and differently shaped trees and the shades of color are different on each tree and the trunks have different grooves and everything is different in each tree and we look at that with amazement Mm -hmm. right and we look at that as wow beauty and diversity but then when it comes to people Mm. we don't view people that way we think of standards Mm -hmm. and that people should look and act and talk and be a certain way. Mm -hmm. But if we can look at ourselves and others more through the eyes of Ramdas, like as trees, imagine how authentic Mm -hmm. we could all, we could all feel free to be truly ourselves and to live in, in our purpose. My heart is like opening as you share this. Truly, truly Mal. I mean, and it, but let's also get real. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that not happening on our podcast. <laughs> but it is like it it is really difficult unfortunately. It's like you know nobody's like having a no like a tiger if we're going to go back. Like the tiger's parents aren't being like, "Look, okay. Listen, I think you should look into fl- learning to fly your wing, like get wings." Like you know, yeah. there is unfortunately uh, a component that is a lot more complicated for humans than it is for other beings on the planet. AKA consciousness. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And but it's also sadly culturally there there's so many things of examples and we're going to talk about it because we don't want to just sit here and say oh yeah you know you guys be authentic like you know because there's really at this point there's a lot of work of having to undo and unlearn because of the ways that humans have been stripped of their authentic selves and mal you share a lot about this in terms of like social media yeah, what a wonderful segue <laughs> into, you know, some of the examples of like ways in which we as humans have kind of lost our authentic selves. Um, like, how did we get so far away from our natural selves? Um, you know, some of the ones that come to my mind are, you know, I think like the pressure of timelines, like expect. Tell us more. Yeah, like I think that many of us can relate to this like expected trajectory of what makes a seemingly happy and successful life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go to college, go to grad school, get married, buy a house, have a kid, save up, retire. Yeah, you should also have X amount of uh, figures when people are like, well, you know, he's making six figures. I'm like, is this happening right now? Totally, totally. And... um you know, and I think that there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things. I want many of those things. But I think when we have timelines and expected trajectories, what it can do is you start molding yourself and your life to the timeline and to the things on that timeline instead of you living your life and pulling in these things that you want and molding them to you and to your life. Right. I suppose that's about instead of because authenticity is an internal practice. Mm -hmm. And I suppose what what you're saying, if I listen, internalize is like, well, those are external things that you're sort of compromising your internal compass for instead. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what I'm saying is that when you when you like are sticking to like these timelines and trajectories, it can make you prone to not really even listening or being able to see the authentic side of yourself right. or sides of yourself. Why? Because you have your mind set on these goals. Yeah. And, and, and then it doesn't create space to let you see, wait, 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 like, who am like which parts of myself am am I not really letting come out Mm -hmm. and like who am I really and like what else do I want Mm -hmm. and what else makes me feel like I'm living in my purpose Mm -hmm. because you don't have space Mm. because you're goal oriented you're on you're stuck in this Mm -hmm. vision Mm -hmm. that's not yours exactly Mm -hmm. so I think that's a big one another one I think is you know, the pervasiveness of social media, like, I just can't, you know, I know so many of you can relate to just the bombardment of, you know, these trends on Instagram, on TikTok. Don't get me started on TikTok. I can't even get myself to when I start an it, account on there. I don't have an account, but when I see it, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I feel as though I'm about to have a seizure. Yeah, it's like the overstimula, mm-hmm. the stimulate, overstimulation is insane. But, you know, I think this following of these trends, like doing what 
quote, works for others, you know, and what works for others either to make more money, to become a successful coach, practitioner, I don't know, whatever, influencer, whatever it is. Um, You know, it's like, Brie, you and I were talking yesterday about how there are like these constant (laughs) influx of these reels with people, you know, dancing to the same exact song and then pointing to the words and like it's like no one's even talking anymore like normal human beings right like it's like now it's all about text and pointing and 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 like a catchy song while you dance right and it's like well maybe that's really not me right you know what I mean I can relate a lot to not the reels because I not doing reels, but I can relate a lot to what you're saying in terms of Instagram and like the standards and what's like as a yoga teacher, what it's all about and how I can't do that. You know, my I can't be naked on Instagram. I'm not interested in um, aloe yoga clothing. I'm not um, at this point in my practice, like I'm not so I do inversions at home, but I'm not interested in having a photo shoot of me doing inversions. And none of those things are wrong. Like that's that's what's what we're saying here. It's like, but that's so not who I am right now in my life. And that's so not what visually or symbolically yoga means to me, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not I don't have like 500,000 followers because whatever I have you know, a few thousand. But to me, like, that is pulling it back to this idea of authenticity. It's like, it's just a social media platform, but, like, I have to feel as though everything I'm doing is an extension of my soul's calling, even on something as silly and superfluous Superfluous. as uh, Instagram. Like, it's still an extension of me, Mm -hmm. and I will not have millions of followers and huge deals on Instagram, which is fine. But that's okay because, like, I'm still doing what – I'm doing me. I'm doing me in real life. I'm doing me in my relationships. I'm doing me in my yoga classes and retreats and website. I'm doing me on my Instagram. And that is what my – my soul wants me to doing it's like I am okay with like maybe not making six figures yet or being you know a yoga whatever star influencer because I'm so aligned with internally my intuition my authentic self and my soul's desire and that's it's sad to me that like that's not taught or that's not emphasized in today's world. Mm-hmm. In today's world, if you're like a new yoga teacher or, you know, new-ish uh, and you're not like a seasoned, you know, teacher, you know, like you probably are feeling this sort of pressure to look and behave and present yourself in these ways so you can like prove yourself worthy of or that you are a legitimate yoga teacher I can only speak right now about it from the yoga teacher point of view but it's like it's a little bit like things are backwards or like inside out or upside down like I can't Mm -hmm. I don't know what the right word is but it's like how is this where we're at 
we're so evolved. Now I'm like rambling, but Molly's used to it. You guys are too. We're so evolved. Like we're at such a high conscious level in humanity. And then, but you still look around and, and these things aren't really making sense. And if you think I'm rambling, which I am, we can clearly they'll go back to see how, how much havoc there is in humanity. I totally relate to what you're talking about. Like I, I feel this a lot in, in, in my field too, Mm -hmm. you know, where I see a lot of coaches, a lot of people in the field of nutrition, wellness, health, even body image, Mm -hmm. you know, and body acceptance and body positivity sort of trying to fit a script, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I think that, you know, also kind of oftentimes, generally speaking here, but oftentimes dressing a certain way, wearing their hair a certain way, done up, looking like the picture of wellness, Mm -hmm. very fit, very, I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, body image people, but, you know, very fit, very hair is done, things look peachy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I never related to that Mm -hmm. as a coach. I am very casual. Mm -hmm. I have my own style, very casual. (laughs) Like I wear my hair naturally. I don't wear a lot of makeup. Mm -hmm. I want to present that to my clients Mm -hmm. and to the world because that is me. That's part of my essence. And I know I'm just talking about look stuff but I think you're not though Mal you know you're talking about energy right it's energy it's like I am going to pull in the kinds of clients that I want the types of people that I that are right for me to work with because I am showing up as totally and completely Molly Mm -hmm. and so I'm not going to pull in clients that are you know not very good human beings (laughs) you know Um, I mean, excuse me for saying that, you know, but who are not very good human beings or who are, you know, extremely judgmental type people Mm -hmm. or highly looks oriented. Those aren't going to be the people that go for me. Mm -hmm. They're not going to go for me because Mm -hmm. I don't present that. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm presentable. I present myself in a way that I, you know, I I feel great about, but I'm going to pull in the people that see that about me it's like oh wow she's she's just herself and I like her right you know when you talk about this I'm fast forwarding a bit in the but it really reminds me how we talk about how I'm just out there flying my freak flag mm-hmm. big time oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah you know and it's like I sort of um I, I like I use the analogy it's like I am and we all are like we're all students we're all teachers which makes the game really interesting the game of life but it's like i look at it like i'm not only like the lighthouse but i'm like the lighthouse on top of the lighthouse like blasting disco wearing you know my outfits flying a flag and all of my people energetically mm-hmm. you know are out on their boats and they're like oh there is brie I have a direct route. Like our energy is just like, zoop, 
And some are running the other way. Yeah, and that's know, cool. Paddling the other way. Yeah, that's and, cool. And some are racing toward right. you. So it's like, and and then for me, like energetically, you know, like I just might feel really called like to Ramdas or to this teacher right now. I'm starting to study um, body mind centering, and you know, like I've never phys- I've never been in the real in the room with the founder of it, but we see it all the time. Like what you're really talking about is your energy and it's like the clearer I am when I joke about like I'm flying my freak flag and I'm like out there and kooky and but it's like the clearer I am with myself with who I am with my purpose with my essence the easier it is because it's it's so defined and it's so bright it's much easier for people who are digging it to feel called to it and find it. And what I think is so important for people, like I hope if they take away anything from this episode, it's like you being you is all that it takes. You know, you have to do the work, but it's like you will attract because you're being you and you're so clear, you will energetically attract and then you're inspiring other people for them to show up as their authentic kooky selves. It's like... um at the studio uh you know it's like everybody at Trotta studio was so different but it's like but they were all just such characters totally and such like menschy kind people very international community and it still is you know I just did a, a retreat and it was like women from all over the world were there none of them knew each other and the retreat people like the property owners were like what was this? Was this like a bachelorette party? Like, <laughs> did you all sign take this property together? I was like, no. Like, so it's like the more I'm, I'm just so willing to be me. The the easier be me as a teacher, as a friend, as somebody in a community. The easier it is for us to find each other energetically. Yeah, and I I wish for people like if they're in some transition in their life which who isn't and or but but maybe like they're feeling a bit stifled in work or they're trying to make a transition from one field to the other even in relationship which we'll take for another episode it's just like but the more you allow yourself to show up and just fly your effing freak flag the the more people your people will be drawn to you because they can see you. Totally. And it's like you draw in your people and whether this is for work or just in your life, you know, it's like you pull in the people that are that you want. Mm -hmm. And obviously they can see you more clearly because you're so you like when people are a little bit shroud like shrouding parts of themselves like hiding certain parts mm-hmm. of themselves pulling pushing certain parts down you can't get like a full read on a person that's so true you know mm-hmm. it's like we have to be okay with all parts of ourselves it doesn't mean that we're showing every single part of ourselves all the time that you mm-hmm. know you're you know all of your joy all the time and all of your sadness all the time and you know but i think that it's it's that, as we mentioned earlier, it's like that duality, that ability mm-hmm. to hold multiple things at once. That is what being authentic is. It's realizing that like you are fun and kooky and woo-woo and also 
you know, very grounded. And Are you describing me? I'm Sounds describing like you and also, you know, <laughs> you know, just like someone I would want to hang around. <laughs> but Mal, but what do you say about like, you know, it's complicated, right? Because there's like a lot of haters out there and naysayers. And like, wh- how do you deal with that as a very authentic person? That doesn't live under a rock like I do, where I'm like naysayers. I just live in a cave. <laughs> You're like it's a naysayer. Um, yeah, I think there is always going to be noise mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. Always, whether it's negative, you know, or or it's just noise. Mm-hmm. And I like to picture when I think of myself, and when I think about someone who's so deeply authentic in who they are. I think of coming back to a tree. Mm-hmm. I think of a tree and I think about how a tree's branches and leaves will naturally sway in the wind as they should. But someone who is true to who they are, authentic to who they are, okay with all the parts of themselves that just show who they are to the world are able to have the trees, the branches, and the leaves sway in the wind, but they will never topple over because their trunk and their roots are so deep mm-hmm. and strong. And grounded. And grounded. And that's how I think of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see someone like you. And that's how I, you know, that's what I want to help clients create. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see in the most amazing people in my life. People who are grounded in who they are and so these naysayers and these people who will tell you no that's that you know that sounds ambitious or or that's not the way to do it that's not the way to do it or that's not what it looks like exactly or this and this isn't attractive or you know whatever it is whatever that stupid noise is you just have to root down into into yourself you know, it's like everyone will have their own truth. And all I can worry about is my own truth. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to be open-minded to other people's truths, sure. But first and foremost is my truth. Mm-hmm. And aligning myself with people who have a similar truth or who are open to my truth or who I'm open to their truth. But I can't worry about everyone's truths. Yeah, you don't have to work so hard on worrying anyway because energetically it's like magnets. It's like like finds like. Totally. So, Mal, totally. let's say I'm sitting on a Sunday morning and I'm drinking my coffee. And I'm <laughs> loving this episode. Love this visual. And Me then I'm Sunday. like, oh, shit. I'm like confused. Mm. How do I meet my authentic? This is like really interesting, super abstract. What the F? What do you say? What do you say to somebody who and who can blame you out there who is like, wait, you guys help SOS? Like, I can't even. What about my authentic self? It's like, okay, well, you've had patriarchy and culture and societies and, um, you know, a lifetime of people sort of like moving you away from your authentic self. So it's an undoing. Mm-hmm. It's a relearning. Mm-hmm. And what do you suggest to people? I think the first thing is to listen to your intuition. I could not agree more. And like we could do a whole podcast episode on that, which we will. And we will. Um, but just as like a little tidbit on that, like 
tune in to gut feelings that you have. Mm-hmm. Tune into questions that you have. Mm-hmm. Let yourself be curious about yourself. Let yourself, you know, like if you notice something feels off or you notice like something lights you up or mm-hmm. like listen, start to listen. Or that thing that like keeps coming back. You're like, I can't yeah. stop thinking about, I don't know why I like need to see the world. Yeah. I just can't explain it. It's like, that is your higher self and your intuition talking to you. Please reply, <laughs> reply back to the message. 100%. And I really believe, I really agree also about like, follow what lights you up. Like it's not necessarily linear. And my, my story is I studied design and I was an interior designer and I worked for NGOs and I really believed in space and I always practiced yoga. That could be for another time. But it's like I don't have to become so attached to sticking in one lane, as you said. It's like just keep following the breadcrumbs of like what you're curious about, what lights you up. You know, start to sense if there's like a pattern or a theme that you, you can trace. Yeah, love that. And I think the last one that I will will just say that's that mm-hmm. I really really think is important is mm-hmm. allowing yourself to run with your dreams. Mm. And I'm not talking about your dreams in your sleep. I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, your dreams when you're dreaming and like realizing that some of the things you think about and like dream of that maybe you want to do or that you could envision yourself doing, some of them will be fleeting and that's totally fine, but some will be more sticky. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what Brielle, what you just said, Brie, about notice patterns. If you notice that you something keeps coming up, you keep envisioning, you keep dreaming of yourself like how I used to do when I dreamt of myself working as a nutritionist one-on-one with people. This was like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. When you were I, in PR. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. in PR and I would dream about it. Mm-hmm. I just dreamt. I was nowhere near it. I didn't know how to enter in, but it kept coming back. Mm-hmm. And eventually I made it happen mm-hmm. slowly, slowly. But I only because I allowed myself to see that, mm-hmm. to see those dreams. So let yourself dream Ooh. and let let them light you up and, you know, let you run with, with what you envision for yourself. Love it. Now, Mal, do you have any well wishes for our beloved community? I think that... My well wish for you all is that you just tune in to maybe parts of yourself that you have been afraid to show or to let out because of what others might think or because it might derail you from a path that you've been on. But let let those things come forward because to really live authentically, to pull in the things that you that are meant for you to live the life that you are meant to live. You need to look at it all. Mm-hmm. Love I, that. I think that's my main one. What about you? Yeah, I guess mine is um, we need all hands on deck. Go on. On, on the planet. And uh, my call to whoever is touched by this podcast is that we need you right now on the planet to show up in your most authentic self because the more of us who are doing that 
It's inspiring others and it can ultimately create like a web of humans around the globe who can actually help bring this place back into harmony. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure out there, but no that's really what it is. All We need all hands on deck. We don't have time anymore to be effing around and not being our true selves. Amazing. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Ma. you so much. We hope this resonates. We can't wait to see you next time. We have a fun one for the next week. Big hug. We love you. Bye.